Hey there, everyone. You're listening to the Destinations Incentive Travel Podcast, where we help busy professionals like you conquer the challenge of creating memorable and motivating corporate retreats, incentive travel events, and meetings and conferences. I'm your host, Kip Lambert, Chief Marketing Officer of Destinations, and my guest this episode is Big Island Insider and Director of Marketing for the idyllic Four Seasons Hualalai, Mark Lay. He knows his island like the back of his hand and shares his passion for creating unforgettable experiences for guests on his island home. I can't wait for you to hear what he has to say. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Kip Lambert uh, with Destinations. So excited to have you on the call today. Uh, Destinations is your source for all things incentive travel. And uh, on the phone with me today is an awesome partner on the Big Island of Hawaii. Hey, Mark. Aloha. How's it going, Kip? Yeah, thanks, man. So Mark Lay is the uh, new director of marketing of the Four Seasons Hualalai, an amazing property on the Big Island. Uh, if you haven't heard of it or been there, something's wrong with you, right, Mark? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, I would second that motion, but, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased being from the island and loving this resort. But, yes, in general, I would, I would, I would echo that sentiment, my friend. Oh, great. So, yeah, so, uh, Mark, you and I have known each other for just a little bit, not too long. Um, you know, I, one of my very first groups at Hawaii was before you, you were even there. Um, I love the resort, love, love the, the destination as a whole. Uh, but you, just just as a person, so you you're you're a Big Island native, and uh, so love to just dive into a little bit of your background. So um, it looks like you know you've you've got an amazing history in the hospitality industry. So tell me, you know, tell us where you're from, what got you into the industry, what you're passionate about, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, let's see. I was born and raised here on the island. Um, sort of. Born on one side, raised on another, uh, up in Waimea, up in cowboy country. Um, you know, so always sort of grew up here uh, on the beach, adventuring around the island from deep in the valleys to, you know, swimming and diving in the ocean. Uh, I, I kind of grew up in hospitality. Um, my mom was a waitress when I was a kid, and so, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in restaurants there. But my family, we actually had a sale charter business uh, when I was in junior high and high oh, school. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. We had a we had a boat called Miley. It was a fifty foot Gulf Star. It was a big old monohull boat, um, absolutely gorgeous. And we would take visitors on everything from a sunset whale watch to a ten day excursion to the Hawaiian Islands. And uh, super cool, Holy man. Folks. Super super cool way to grow up in Hawaii. And uh, it kind of you know it gave me a chance to I don't know flex those early hospitality roots or instincts or, you know, whatever that might be from helping people to connect to the land and the place through storytelling with myths and legends or, you know, having them pull up a, you know, 100-pound mahi-mahi off the back of the boat, you know, to for, for some sort of experience that kind of sticks with you. And, yeah, and so, you know, grew up in that space and then started working in, you know, hotel restaurants as well when I was in high school just kind of on my own and then bounced uh, from Hawaii uh, off to California, went to university in Santa Cruz, uh, met my wife and 
we started traveling and traveling kind of lends itself to jobs and hospitalities in those early years. And so, you know, we bounced all over the place from, uh, you know, we lived in New Zealand for two and a half years to um, spend about a year and a half traveling uh, throughout Asia for some other work that we were doing and um, eventually got married, figured out that I needed a real job, uh, if you could say that. <laughs> Yep. And um, walked into a hotel and did an, uh, an, an informational interview and, uh, with the director of sales because it sounded interesting and uh, got myself a sales job and kind of never looked back. That's awesome. So how have you liked sales throughout, uh, the, throughout the years? I love it. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing um, selling a hotel. Right, because it's I, you know I, I don't know it's just it's so you are asking somebody to get away from their regular world and disconnect so they can reconnect you know whether that's Absolutely. whether that's groups and incentives and you know what I mean which is where you and I kind of cross over right so whether that's groups and incentives or you know the leisure traveler the family traveler the couple um, hotels are just fun for that reason. We're not selling widgets. You know, we're, we're, we're selling uh, experiences and, and cool experiences and cool destinations. And yeah, I don't know, that, that's just fun. And, well, and it's, that's, it's rewarding. Yeah, that's awesome. So that, I mean, that kind of just leads me on my next, that, the next really part I wanted to cover with you just because the audience really needs to know, um, you know, because this is a podcast, this is a call about like creating experiences and yeah. The reason, the reason why I want to have you on is is because you know I, I've just as I've seen you in the industry and as you and I you know rub shoulders down in Costa Rica last year, um, you know you work for a company that really pushes experience. That being Four Seasons, where it's all about the guest experience. It's so important that people go away with a story to tell, with with a memory that will just that'll last, you know, really forever. Um, and so, you know, creating experiences is, is really what the hospitality industry really should be about, what incentive travel should be about, is just helping people have a collection of experiences in just fantastic places. So you're probably sitting right on the beach, right? Like, where are you at right now? <laughs> Oh, I wish. I wish. Um, I am uh, in my office, uh, which, like most hotels, is deep in the depths of the operation. I actually sit. I've got the front desk is directly above me. I believe one floor. Um, uh, no windows, but lots of beautiful photos in the office of oh, the outside. You, know, you, you got to learn how to sell it, man. You know, <laughs> I'm not here. I'm at, <laughs> well, okay. The beach, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, so, so I'll tell you this much. So, uh, I got here uh, early this morning. Um, we are we're offering a um, sort of exclusive golf clinic. Uh, at the moment for our members and guests. It's, it's limited to eight people and an um, incredible golf instructor. And so got here this morning to, to help see all those people off on the first day of their, of their three-day clinic and um, actually you know, grabbed the golf cart and cruised along uh, the 17th green uh, on our way to, to get people connected. And you know, the 17th sits right on an ocean path which borders <laughs> 
um, you know, these, these little uh, black and white sand beaches and, you know, the turtles on the beach and saw a whale out there this morning and then watched the sun actually come up over Mauna Kea, uh, which is stunning. So, yes, as much as I'm in my office right now, uh, probably for the sake of just uh, a good connection on the phone, um, I try and spend as much time outside as we can, right? It's a beautiful resort. I mean, I, I often feel terrible all the photos that I post on LinkedIn or, or, or Instagram or Facebook or anything like that are generally sunrise or sunset photos um, here, you know, on the resort. Uh, and that's probably, just when because you're, probably when you're getting there and when you're leaving, right? Yeah, well, and, and I try and take I try and take a little bit of time every day, you know, if I'm not out, you know, checking in on a guest or checking in on an event or something like that, um, I try and just get outside and walk around, you know, remind myself where I work and why I work here because it's, shoot, brother, it's stunning. Yeah, it, it's, amazing. you know, it, it, it really is, and I think that that's, you know, back to just what, what connects you and I in, in this world and this industry is, you know, you seek out amazing places to take people and try and create these experiences that are memorable and, and uh, you know, potentially life-changing sometimes, you know, or, or, or maybe life-reaffirming is a better way to put it. And um, I really feel like I live in a destination which does that from, Absolutely. you know, the Big Island's called the Island of Adventure for a reason, right? We've got, um, you know... Basically, I think it's uh, 11 of the world's 13 microclimates on one island. So, you know, you can cruise up to the top of Mauna Kea and have a snowball fight and then, um, you know, go take a surf lesson uh, before sunset if you want to all on the same day. And that's it's pretty special. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just an amazing destination. You know, it's actually, it's actually the first, it's the place uh, where I first laid eyes on my wife. Um, was here on the Big yeah, Island? It was on the Big Island over at another hotel, which which maybe will remain unnamed, but <laughs> it, was, it was the Hilton Waikoloa. Okay, okay, yeah, I know it we well. Had, yeah, we had a group over there, and um, she uh, was a member of that group, and you know, we we kind of made eye contact, but nothing ever happened, and then we ran into each other two years later on the same on the same group over at the Grand Wailea on Maui, and that's when we, you know, had our first date. We, we, uh, we, we had pizza on the beach in Kihei from Pizza Hut. It's the most romantic first date <laughs> that uh, that I know of. But Dude, Hawaii, man, we've been oh. we've been we've been putting people together uh, for years. I'm it's, thinking it should be a new slogan for us. It's magical. Know? My my wife really shouldn't be with me, but. I just have to take her back to the islands and just recast <laughs> that spell. So, anyway, so yeah, Mark, so jumping, jumping, um, you know, you and I were were discussing back and forth on by email. Um, there's a book out there that I recommend everybody read, which will not only help you create amazing events, but it's a book that um, really just pounds home just some amazing principles about just creating awesome moments. And, you know, when you're in the experience economy like we are, we're all about creating those experiences but creating moments. And, you know, we were talking on this email about a formula and, you know, handily in this, in this book, they call it the EPIC formula, E-P-I-C being, you know, the, an acronym or uh, in this case an acronym of, of where, where each, uh, each one has a different meaning. And, you know, so E is uh, creating moments of elevation, uh, P is moments of pride, 
Uh, I is moments of insight, and uh, C is moments of connection. Um, so just quickly, I'd like to love, love to take you through and maybe have you share, um, you know, as you believe, you know, as you craft these types of experiences uh, every day for guests, for groups, for incentive uh, groups, um, the Big Island in general, your hotel, or any other experiences you've had in any other places that you've been employed or where you've where you've used your skills in hotels, you know, can can you share with with us just you know a few of a few insights about you know, where you've been able to create uh, these types of moments? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I th I mean to think about the hotel. Uh, first and foremost, because that's the that's the hat that I'm wearing at the moment. Is you know I I, I think that traveling you know traveling in the current day and age that we live in is very much focused on um, or or is is remembered and is impactful when people get a chance to connect to a place, a culture, um, you know, they get to experience a level of craftsmanship in something that they do um, or, or, or some, some aspect that they, that they work with. And, you know, they, they walk away feeling like they had an authentic experience. And I think, you know, I mean, look, dude, I, I love just the acronym EPIC because it's, you know, it, it's you're having an an epic adventure, an epic time, and I, you know, I am kind of that surfer dude who still does use words like that on on the regular. You know, it's yeah. like, oh man, that was that was epic. But you know, I think it's 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 super fun to think about it in in that nature. And we really try. One of the things that I, that I love about Four Seasons is um, everything that we do is in an effort to make something memorable and to make it impactful. And so that EPIC acronym, which was, which was new for me, and, and, and I dig it, was, you know, it's about how do you, right? I mean, what does it mean to give somebody an, an elevation of their experience beyond their everyday? And, you know, we try to do that in everything from, you know, the, the, the level and quality of, of product that they, that they engage with to, you know, we've got, um, our Alakainalu is our ocean activities uh, team. And they have taken this to the next level, I think, with a series of toys that you have there to play with um, that when you stay at the resort, you know, you've got access to. So uh, some of them have a cost, some of them are free, and they're everything from, you know, stand-up paddle boards um, and snorkel gear, which is, which is pretty standard, uh, but then you can take that up a level. We have these crazy underwater scooters that are like something out of James Bond so that you hold on to, and I'm probably totally overinflating this, but I think they go up to like 20 miles an hour underwater. Yeah, they're crazy. And so what's super cool is during whale season, which is right now, um, I actually took a client out and did this the other day. She was fairly comfortable in the ocean. <clears throat> so you can take these scooters out and dive down to you know 40 or 50 feet if you're comfortable with it, and then let the scooter go, and it'll it'll sort of float back up to the top. But then you're down there; it's quiet, and you can listen, and you can hear the whales singing. Oh man! So, you know that's that's a 
that's a pretty unique and special experience, right? And, and then those guys took, um, they're these really cool um, new transportation, I, I don't even know what it's called, it's called a one wheel. And it's like a motorized scooter, but it's literally on one big wheel in the center. And um, yeah, you ride it more like a skateboard, right? Yeah, 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 exactly, right? It's like a, it's like, it's like a skateboard or snowboard or something like that. And so, um, you know, these guys are playing with toys all day, and one of them came across it and just thought, man, how cool would it be to be able to ride this thing around? Um, and so we bought a couple of them, and, you know, you can go out in the morning before the golfers get to the second half of the golf course and cruise around it, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 miles an hour on these things uh, on the golf course. And either do, you know, little introductory runs or once you're feeling more comfortable, you know, you can go on like a 20, 25-minute excursion on them, just traversing terrain and, and cruising all around. And, you know, I mean, both those both of those experiences, I think, are a little more on the extreme side. But, you know, they're, they're moments that push people's boundaries and allow them in a safe environment to do something that might not be easy for them. And, and those moments are often the most memorable. And I think that our entire team here at the resort adopts that same sort of philosophy, you know, when, when we look at the guest experience. And, and that's, you know, it's, people get that, that moment of pride, right? That's what the key is in Epic. Um, you know, and then, and then they get to balance that against something else, which is, dude, I mean, come on, how often do we disconnect from our devices and our emails and, and all this sort of hyper-connectivity that we have and connect with our spouse or a friend or kids and travel so much of that nowadays. And so, you know, it's about, it's also about the balance, right? How do you have a nice, quiet, casual, relaxing pool to sit by, you know, in, in contrast? And so, um, well, yeah, nice. I, I, I guess kind of sum the whole thing up. Like, that's the thing that I've totally dug about working for Four Seasons is just that we are empowered as employees to think along these lines, right? How, oh, totally. how do we develop our craft, you know, whatever it is, and how do we – bring new tools and new ideas and how do we help to foster, you know, connections between people and place and, you know, our guests and our employees and our guests and each other uh, in, in that space. And that's, yeah, it's fun. It's fulfilling, you know, I dig it. Yeah. It, I mean, it, you know, well, keeps it, keeps it, it keeps it, um, it keeps it real. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. I mean, those moments of elevation, I think are, Primarily the ones people think of, you know, when when they they travel. Whenever anybody comes home with a story to tell, it's because they've had an experience that really rises above that every day. They've had a time that's that really can be savored. You know, these are times where people are feeling motivated. You know, really you can say, like like it says this in the book, power moments. You know, these are peak moments. These are moments where like sensory appeal has been just boosted. Um, yeah. And really, well, I think we're Four Seasons, where particularly your staff at the Four Seasons Walleye does a great job. Is like the other the other formula to really making a, a a powerful moment of elevation is that the script is broken. And you know, I, it, it reminds yeah. me it reminds me of the time I was there. We we had a group there. It was about uh, 150 people. Really nice. You know, we just had a ton of activities going on, and um, 
you know, I was there one day prior to the group's arrival, and the VIPs were arriving that day, staying in one of those amazing suites right near the golf course, and and uh, you, you know, I, I was having that that pre-con meeting where we're getting together with all the different department mm-hmm. heads to kind of go over the whole event. I think we were down in that basement you talked about <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> might have been, might have been. We have, we have, we have a couple of meetings down there. So yeah, we so we met down there, and you know we had a we had a, a great meeting. Just everything was just lined up perfectly to get prepared for the for the group's arrival. And I just somebody asked me, so where are you headed after this? The group's going to be arriving tomorrow. You got any fun plans? And I said, oh, I'm headed out to to greet the VIPs at the airport. And, oh, that's nice. And we had a few other things. We broke up the meeting, and I went straight up to give the valet desk my ticket. And my car was sitting on the curb. Ah, uh, that's great. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like it's such a small thing. It's always it's 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 an experience I always tell to people in relating to them the Four Seasons brand and what what because it's like it's it's breaking the script because it's it's not just service. It's an anticipate it's it's anticipated yeah. service, right? So it's like whoever it was in that meeting heard me say that. They probably shot a quick text up to the valet desk saying, hey, Mr. Lambert's leaving, headed to the airport, uh, pull up his car. And, you know, it's just those little things that, that took very little effort other than just listening very intently and acting on what was the next logical step. And, yeah. you know, you didn't have to give me anything. There, there, there wasn't really any money that was going to be exchanged. Um, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm pretty positive I paid the valet a little bit bigger tip than I usually would have <laughs> just because I remember just sitting in the car and taking one minute and going, wow, what just happened? You know, so that was, that's an elevated experience that, I, that we talk about all the time, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, just amazing service levels and, you know, ele- elevated moments are awesome. Like you said, like the, that, uh, that moment with the wells, right? So it's like yeah. that's that's more than just a moment of elevation. That's a combination. I think that that's what this this concept of epic ep, creating epic moments is about. It's like you can just hit home runs by just trying to focus on just one individually. Yeah. But where where we hit that sweet spot is when we can kind when of you combine get all, of them. all of them or more than just one, right? You can combine different elements, like a moment of being down there with the wells is elevation because it's you've never done it before. It's breaking yeah. the script. You're you're like you said, you're proud that you're you're way deeper than you probably had done before. <laughs> yeah. You're having a moment of insight because you're actually hearing those wells and you might even see one if you're if you're super lucky. And then you're connected too, like if you're doing it with somebody you love or even just nature, you're connected. So it it's super cool. Yeah. It, you know, and I think it's I think it's um you know, it's fun too when you can help people sort of traverse through that whole experience. We have a, um, we have a, one of our pools on the property is actually a, a brackish pond that's built into, um, you know, it's it's a it's a part of the lava rocks, um, and it's got 4,000 tropical fish in it. You know, it's 80% fresh water, 20% uh, salt water, and it sort of rises and flows with the tide. And the cool thing about that space is, you know, a lot of our travelers, you know, they come to Hawaii, but they're not super comfortable in the ocean. And so it's a place that they can get into. You can see a ton of fish. You can maybe use a mask and snorkel for the first time. Um, 
And so they do that on day one. But then they talk to our staff. They talk to our marine biologist staff, and they, you know, kind of take them by the hand to our beach pool, which is, you know, about six feet of water. It's, it's, you know, uh, kind of built into the reef, and it's, you know, sand bottom, and and now people get a little more comfortable with the ocean's movements. And then, you know, day three, they're, you know, doing something else, or even that same afternoon with our Alakaitanalu team. And then by, you know, day four, because a lot of our guests will stay four or five days we release them into the wild. You know, it's cool now, you know, take your rental car and go here, go there, go try this out. And yeah, I don't know. That's the part that I always appreciated as a traveler, right? Is when, you know, you you get to that point where service is not just, you know, this this scripted component, but it's, you know, hey, let me tell you about my Hawaii. Let me let me introduce you to these other elements as well, and let's let's help you to have an experience that's uniquely yours. Um, and I th- I think that that's man that's so cool. You know, it was like yeah. when 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 you and I were were hanging out down in Costa Rica, and it was you know it was like okay, what are we going to do today? And then you know even when we got out to that to that park and that you know the place to do the zipline stuff, it was. You know, you could choose how and where and when you wanted to engage in those elements. And, you know, we were we were sort of being coached along with opportunities, but, you know, we also had the opportunity to engage with the staff and engage with the teams and sort of go, okay, you know, what's what's on the property? What's around us that you like? I mean, you did that the the hike up the stairs the one day, right? Yeah. On the on the on the side of the property, which, you know, tons of wildlife, like you know, you did that with some other people who were there with us and, you know, created connections. And I don't know, that's, that's the piece that I think I've always loved the most about hospitality and what we do is when we're able to truly listen to people, we're able to truly connect with them to be able to enhance their experience because there's a level of understanding. Does that yeah, make totally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, let's talk a little bit about incentive groups, um, big islands, you know, specifically too. Maybe uh, you could speak, obviously, to your hotel. Yeah. But, you know, um, it, creating, these incentive, creating these types of experiences for, for groups is, is really where we try and hit the sweet spot. You know, these, 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 these customers are, have some highly motivated sales teams. They've met goals. They've pushed the limit. And, and now they're being re- rewarded with an amazing big island and hopefully a Four Seasons experience, right? So on property, like, you know, I'll, I'll maybe just prime the pump a little bit. You know, when we, were, when we were there with our group, we did two things that I think really hit on, you know, creating a moment of elevation and then even a moment of insight. You know, in, insight's a kind of a cool, you know, a, a cool thought where, you know, we're helping deliver, like, realizations or transformations. You know, it's like we want people to have a lightning strike moment where, Maybe they're learning something about Hawaiian culture, or maybe they're learning something um, you know new that they, they they didn't know before. So we had this health and wellness company there, and they were coming out with uh, a, a product that would go along with uh, you know like cold pressed juices and kind of the health craze with, with juicing. And over there, what is the name of that little space? You got a little space. It's on the it's on Kumukea Beach, but it's like up the beach from Oh, it's up the beach from the Ulu Ocean Grill to when I'm looking at, like if I'm looking at the ocean from Ulu Grill, 
and I'm heading down to the right. Uh, down heading, a ways. Down like, a ways. Like uh, over by our B Street restaurant, the B Street pool, or or was it? No. Um, no, I'm talking like if I'm looking at the ocean, I'm at Ulu Ocean Grill, and I just go oh, down to the, the beach, right. To the right. To the right. That is Kumuke Beach. Okay, so the, but there's a little spot that we did this juicing thing. Oh, and, you know what? I bet you did it like like sort of. There's like another little beach area right in front of there, which doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. Well, either way, it was a cool spot because it perfectly fit our our group. Like it was, it felt like it was just made. The size was just perfect for us. And we had these different juicing stations, and they had these people that we brought along that could teach people about all these different ingredients. And then we, they had a few locals that came with local produce. And you know they used they, they infused some pineapple into it, you know. And we did this post trip survey asking people, hey, what, you know, what was a, a impactful event for you? You know, what did you what did you really come away with? And they just said we loved the product launch, but we loved being taught the basics about like juicing and 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 health and wellness from these experts and from these local farmers that brought their pineapple. And that was it was interesting because it provided that that moment of insight. Um, so, but on property, like, or other places on the Big Island, what have you found to be like your go-to home run uh, things to do with incentive groups that that really can hit on these different elements of creating moments? You know, I think there's there there's probably three things that that jump to mind immediately. Um, the first one is obviously the ocean. Anytime we can get people in the ocean, uh, it's it it's you know, for a lot of people, it's something that's very memorable, and that can be as simple as a snorkel sail. But you know, doing the the nighttime dive or snorkel experience with the manta rays is pretty incredible. I mean, those creatures are prehistoric and beautiful and gentle, and it's you know, it's it's pretty awe-inspiring. Um, I would also say, you know, getting out into the rainforest. Uh, we've got an incredible partner here on the island, uh, a company called Hawaii Forest and Trail, and they know this island like the back of their hand. They have got relationships to take um, visitors places that they would never get to go. You know, hikes through rainforest to hidden waterfalls and you know zip lines and just crazy off the beaten path, you know, kind of stuff for those people who are who are really, really interested in, in the outdoors and, and getting out there and feeling a little more adventurous. Um, and then, you know, on property, that's our that's our big goal is to always come up with cool experiences like that. Uh, the most recent one that we did that I'm really proud of is we came up with a salt harvesting experience. Oh, so wow. yeah, so for Hawaiians, you know, sea salt was an incredibly um, important part of their life. It preserved their meats and their fish and it added flavoring. And the traditional way of harvesting sea salt is to, you know, sort of hollow out within the lava right on the edge of the ocean a little bowl um, or to take place of something as naturally like that. The waves wash salt water up into these and then the water evaporates off and you're left with just the salt there. And, then, and so you harvest that. So we've created an experience where, um, you know, either as a, a small group or a medium-sized group, you take a walk from our resort along the coastline out to these um, very important, very historical uh, salt flats, which are uh, on the coast about a 25-minute walk away from us. And you do that walk with a marine biologist uh, and a cultural advisor. 
And so you spend the time learning about the coastline and the area and the history, and then you go out and you harvest your own sea salt. <clears throat> and you harvest it and collect it, and you learn a bit more about the role that it played. You come on back to the resort, and then you have a cooking class experience with our executive chefs uh, to help you learn how to cook with the sea salt that you just harvested. Wow, cool. And then you, you, know, you have that meal, and then in the end, you get to package your sea salt and take it home with you. Uh, and so it's this full experience sort of from start to finish, which is about you know, four hours in, in time frame, but to me it hits all the points, you know, and, and not from like a marketing perspective it hits the points, but you know, kind of from this, from this epic formula and from you know, the, the interacting and engaging and learning and being educated. And so you know, if, if those three things always like, immediately jump to my head, or at least currently are, are the pieces that are, that are jumping to my head, you know, if you want to do something special and you want to do something unique, then I want to immerse you into the elements that make the Big Island special and make Hawaii special. That's awesome. Okay, man. Well, one, maybe one last thing as a, sure. as a Big Island insider, what, what, what is and, – and I'm going to ask you to give up some secrets. Right? So like, <laughs> no promises, any, Bradley. Anybody, no promises. For anybody going to, to the Big Island, incentive group, individual, regardless yeah. of who it is, what's one of those things that maybe a lot of – some people know about, you know, mm -hmm. obviously most locals would know about it, but – What's something somebody should do that's maybe off the beaten path, besides harvesting salt? Cause that's that's uh, it's definitely cool. But what I mean, what would you say is kind of a, a off the beaten path Big Island must? Oh man, um, okay, so. I, I'm I, I like to equate everything to food. So so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you like four or five things that, that I actually absolutely love about this island. Um, the first one is if you travel north up into Kohala, there's a little town called Javi. And Javi is this cool little bohemian town, great art, lots of cool stuff to walk around. My favorite ice cream shop in the world is there. It's called Tropical Dreams Ice Cream. And they make fresh sorbet from local tropical fruit every day. Oh, cool. Uh, so you've got to stop at Tropical Dreams. Um, you're going, you know, either, you're either going to stop at Tropical Dreams on your way to Pololu Valley or on your way back. It's up to you. Pololu Valley is, uh, you're looking at, at really the beginning of the valleys uh, on the Big Island. There are uh, nine of them, and that is the root of civilization in Hawaii. Um, it's, it's pretty well uh, accepted that, um, that Hawaiians likely made landfall there first. Wow, cool. um, yeah, you know, and I mean, like everything, we can't we can't fully say that that's you know a, a 
a thousand percent accurate, but it, based on a lot of things that we've learned from, you know, the Hawaiian Voyaging Society and, and the different trips that they've done now, circumnavigating using, you know, learning how to read the stars and, and being, you know, voyagers without modern day technology, um, it kind of makes sense. And so you're hiking down into a valley that's got, you know, a tremendous spirit, is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, in about a 15-minute hike, you sort of feel like you're on the edge of the world. Um, and so I would, I would definitely say, you know, do a hike into Pololu Valley. You can do it as a group if you wanted to. Hawaii, Hawaii Forest and Trail, there's some stuff in that area. Um, but then stop in Javi and, and have, you know, have some Tropical Dreams ice cream. Um, the other, uh, the other piece that I would say is probably one of my favorite activities on the island is this thing called Flumen the Ditch. And up in the mountains, we have all these crazy old ditch systems which were built to irrigate sugarcane fields, yeah. right? And so there's, uh, there's a couple local companies that you can go to and you sit in, uh, in a little, in a, like an inflatable kayak and you cruise through these ditch systems. And um, it's, it's pretty mellow, you know, it's pretty relaxed, but it's gorgeous. And um, it's different. And it takes you to a part of the island that you probably wouldn't see. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, which I think is is pretty special. Uh, and then the last one for me would be, you know, go on a snorkel trip somewhere. Take, you know, there's there's we have a million great providers, but get yourself under the water. You know, the the Konakohala Coast um, has some of the best diving in the world, and we've got incredible wildlife. We've got beautiful reef systems. And, you know, it, it seems so simple and it, and it can often be overlooked, but for a lot of people, it's, it, it's, it's still um, a pretty moving experience. So, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, go to the top of Mauna Kea. I'll throw that yeah. one in there too. Yeah, yeah, we, we actually try and do that as a family. Once a month, we, we try and go up to the top of Mauna Kea to um, either watch the sunrise or watch the sunset. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because it's kind of cool. And, you know, technically speaking, you could do both in the same day. Um, but it's, uh, it's you know, you're, you're sitting up there at over 14,000 feet, and the air is a little thin. And, you know, again, you feel like you are on top of the world. And, uh, you know, it's those little moments that are special. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the perspective of of just all that's awesome. And, you know, just as you're talking about Mauna Kea, you know, as a 14,000-foot peak, you know, I'm sitting here in my office in Utah. I'm looking out the window on, on the Wasatch Mountains. Um, right behind the mountains I'm seeing is our tallest peak, and it's 13,000 feet in Utah. Yeah. You know, Kings Peak is is the, the tallest you can get in a state that is known for mountains, and there's a mountain in Hawaii that's a thousand feet taller. Than, it's crazy, isn't it? Than, than one of the Rockies, you know. So it's it is you know that's that's what makes I think the Big Island just so amazing, like you said. So that's why you know that's that, I'm so grateful to have to have to have had you on, man. I I really appreciate your your insight, your passion for the Big Island for for creating experiences, you're the right guy to talk to, um, you know, and just anybody that's listening, 
you got to hit the you got to hit up the Big Island, whether on a personal vacation or you know as an incentive travel destination. It is it hits all the sweet spots of creating amazing moments for your group. And Mark, thanks so much for for coming on with me today for for making this call and. I really appreciate you as a friend and partner. You are most welcome, man. Now we got to get you back out here, and I'll Let's take you it. to, you know, man. I'll I'll make sure and take you to the other ten places that I didn't mention, which are truly off the grid. Truly, you know truly off I mean? the grid. A, and a, a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I am you know, so down. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And thanks for thanks for the opportunity, Kip, man. It's yeah, always buddy. fun to it's always fun to trade stories with you. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks a lot, and have a have a great day. All right, all right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. See ya. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Destinations Incentive Travel Podcast. At Destinations, we strive to be your go-to guide and seasoned partner in helping you craft the perfect corporate retreat, president's club, or rewards trip for your company. Check out how we do it at destinationsinc.com.